Hello and welcome back to the Side Thing Podcast. My name is Taylor and I'm the host. Um, I actually already recorded this intro twice, but the first time I just messed up a bunch. And then the second time, everything went great, except in the background, you could clearly hear Tavi licking his butthole for like a minute straight. I didn't think the microphone was going to be so powerful and pick that up, but <laughs> to my surprise, it is. Okay, so it's episode eight. Welcome back. I'm hoping that you're a return listener because that would mean that I have return listeners. But if you're brand new here, welcome. It's nice to have you. Uh, this is a graphic designer's podcast, essentially, or I think as I've called it in previous episodes, it's a designer's pod. And to me, it's just a creative space, uh, a casual space, I mean, for me to talk about creativity, the things that I'm working on, the things that I'm thinking about as it relates to design or creativity in general, and kind of how those energies and the things that I make can change depending on what's going on in work, what's going on in life. And just like other, I don't know, like trends going on in the design world, like something I'm going to talk about later, um, Peachtober is going on. So is Inktober, but apparently there's like controversy there, which maybe I'll talk about when I get into it later. But, you know, things go on and I just thought it'd be fun to have a podcast where I could talk about like what I'm making because that's mostly what I do with my time. Which, by the way, because it has been a few episodes now, just in case you missed my introductory episode, or even like, I don't know if I would even recommend you listen to it, because I'm sure the quality of that and the comfort level that I had in that is a little different than it is now even, but for simplicity's sake, so you don't have to go hopping around listening to different things, I am an art director from 8 to 5, Monday to Friday, and I am at a agricultural marketing communications firm. So I do um, digital ads, website design, social content, print formats, <laughs> like presentations, all sorts of things. Um, some of it's B2B, some of it's B2C, and lately, at least, it's all been stressful. So especially on days like today, where the workday maybe has taken a little bit from my soul. I like to spend whatever remaining free time and creative energy I have on projects and doodles and things that fill my cup and make me smile. Before I start talking about the things that I've been working on, I do want to remind you guys that if you hop on over to Instagram at the Side Thing Podcast, every episode drop has a carousel that goes with it. And it goes chronologically along with the um, audio so that the projects that I'm talking about, you'll also be able to see so that you have some frame of reference of what I'm talking about. So it's not all just hypothetical. If you hop on over there, I'd be super happy if you gave a follow. If you wanted to engage in the comment section, tell me what you're working on. I also am trying to post stories on there sometimes where I'll ask you what you're working on, or maybe we'll talk design topics or whatever. 
Like I said earlier, this isn't super structured, so I'm not exactly sure how it's going to look, but my goal is for it to be fun. So that's that. So the outline thing I did for myself last week worked out pretty well, and so I made one today too. And first up, we have some good old life updates. Uh, work has been very tiring, and that's all I'm going to say. Um, I started painting my friend's nursery. We were painting it together. Um, I think it was last weekend or the weekend before that, but she is going to be due in winter and we're painting like leaves all over one of the walls. So it'll be an accent wall. And then it's going to be, um, kind of a safari theme, but with a little twist and the wall has leaves. I guess that's really all there is to it. It's been fun. We got a lot further than we thought we were going to on the first day of painting. And then now we have like the last 30% of the wall to do. Um, beyond that, and kind of on a similar note, I've been very social lately, which I guess maybe to more extroverted people, this isn't going to seem super social. But for me, I feel like I've been going all over the place to all sorts of things. Um, my family had a little chilly night the other night. I went to my grandma's and hung out with my grandma and my aunts and my parents. Um, it was like a birthday thing. There was cake. The cake was good. And then tomorrow I've got a ladies night. Um, my friend Bree is hosting this time and we're gonna do something with paper mache pumpkins and I'm super excited. And then I've got two baby showers this month. So I need to make sure I go buy diapers and stuff for that. That's a lot of social activity for me. And I thought I would share. Next. Things that have been in the background lately. The top one I would say has been Frasier, um, the TV show. I had never seen it. And if you haven't seen it, but you want a show that's kind of nostalgic, kind of campy, you can just put it on in the background or you can cuddle up, grab a blanket, and really just, like, watch it for entertainment's sake. I would definitely recommend it. It's weird because the main character is, like, really unlikable, which I guess... Do other shows do that? I can't really think of any, but it's good. All of the fashion, too. Like, all of the women's outfits are so cute. And honestly, a lot of the guys' outfits, like, if you have seen the show, the character Bulldog, pretty much a lot of his outfits... I'll, like, laugh to myself or, like, say to Dom, like, oh, I'd totally wear that because it's, like, 90s stuff. Anyway, I've also been listening to podcasts as per usual. Lately, the ones that have been keeping my attention have been This Is Actually Happening, My Favorite Murder, but specifically I've been listening to older episodes and minisodes because those are a little more lighthearted and funny, a little chattier. And then, as I had mentioned last week, the album by Madison Ryan Ward, a new thing, is still in rotation, but after listening to it like 70 times, it's now in less of a rotation. And that's all I have written down for my life updates and background sounds. So let's get into the first thing. First thing I've written down is that I have paused the presentation that I was working on, and by that I just mean 
I can't be putting mental energy into that right now. Um, for a little bit there, I had that drive to get it together and do the work for it, but I was doing it in my free time and on the weekends. And while I understand that that's, you know, what I got to do at some point, my workload's been pretty stressful lately. And what I really need after work is to not be thinking about work. So for the time being, that project is paused. I do feel a little, I don't know if embarrassed is the term or silly or discouraged, but I feel bad stopping working on the presentation because it's not done yet. And so if I'm not working on it, I'm not getting closer to finishing it. But the more I worked on it, the more I just felt discouraged. Like I was doing all of this work to try and prove that I'm doing a ton of work all the time. And I don't know, I just needed to not be in that mindset. So that's just going to be a creative problem I solve a different time. The next thing I wanted to talk about is Peachtober. According to the official Peachtober Instagram bio, Peachtober is a chill creative prompt list hosted by Furry Little Peach. All mediums are welcome, and the point is to have some fun. So I'm pretty sure this is one of those creative prompt list things that stemmed from slash was inspired by the whole Inktober thing that occurs every October. And I think what went down with that was like the person who made Inktober supposedly like took the idea from someone else or some book that's out there and then like didn't give credit and then it became this really popular thing but like the person who had the original idea got overlooked so then i think other creators and creatives have since put out their own october creative challenges so like every day you do a drawing but now there's just a lot more variety Ultimately, the goal is like the same from all of them, I think. It's just who you want to support, what prompts seem exciting to you, and what kind of community or circle you're in with other creatives. My friends are doing Peachtober, so this is my first year giving Peachtober a whirl. And I've already fallen off the wagon. <laughs> Yay! I was gonna say that I started off strong, but honestly, it's kind of been a challenge for me, which I suppose is the whole point, but like, I feel like I'm stumbling over my, my own pencil, you know? And the first prompt was B, and I drew these little bees having a coffee, and they're kind of like making a face at each other, and they both have glasses. And like, it's cute, it's kind of funny, I guess it's like fine. I picked some random colors, they're loosely inspired by a pack of contact lens cases that I saw at Target. Um, I'll attach the photo in the Instagram carousel because I don't expect you to know the exact product I'm talking about. It's loosely based off of that color vibe, <laughs> color palette, I'm sorry. But I like, I don't know, something about it, I didn't love it. And then with prompt number two, Cosmos, I drew some flowers, which is kind of my like safety zone. And so I like that one, of course. And then the next day was sweet, and I did not know what to do for this. I feel like my mind, when it reads these prompt lists, my mind goes super literal. And so it's like, oh, sweet, candy. But instead of drawing candy, because I did draw some candy last October, and um, 
This year I did lettering of the word sweet, and then the letters look like licorice. So I was pretty happy with that one. It's one color, so that's cool to me. The next one was grub, and you know, I don't really like these. I don't hate them, but I don't love them, and they're like green. There's like a pattern on them. It's a little different. And maybe that's good, like maybe I'm branching out in some sort of way, but the next prompt was sprig, and we're back in my comfort zone with the flowers! I like how these turned out, and I also like the story behind them. So really quick, um, I went on a sprig walk with Dom to get a reference when I was doing this drawing, and so we went on a walk over my lunch break, and he picked up different little like weeds or wildflowers, like from the cracks in the sidewalk and stuff. And then these were the ones that he picked out for me. So it was cute to draw the things that he picked out. And then we got to number six, eye. I really didn't want to draw an eye. And I didn't really know how to do that in a way that wasn't just going to look like every other eye icon or eye drawing that people do in like the margins of their schoolwork. And so I had drawn some in my sketchbook and they're kind of like geometric and I was pretty happy with them. But then when I brought it into Procreate, it just felt like it wasn't enough to post as the drawing. So then I decided to try and do something else. I ended up doing a frame by frame animation. It's like four frames and it's an eye opening and closing and like it's fine. But it's just random, and I feel like everything so far has just been random, and they don't really go together in any sort of way that feels purposeful. And so I have decided to scrap it, and I think I want to try again, um, which I know like isn't the point. You're supposed to do one a day and then put them up on the day that they go up, but I'm just feeling really not proud of the drawings that I've done, and so I want to challenge myself to make a series of drawings that go together more, maybe not take things so literally, maybe let myself experiment with, I don't know, like the style, or I don't need to use a bunch of color if I don't want to, I could just strip it down, do one color, and focus on shape, or focus on lines, and I feel like that wasn't something I was thinking about when I dove in to the challenge. My friend Yen, her posts for this series are awesome. Um, I will put them on the story on the side thing Instagram and then you can just go click them and shower her with love because they're so cute. Like the colors she's using, the textures and all the little characters, they go together so perfectly as a collection and it's been really inspiring to me to be better. <laughs> So keep up the good work, Yen. Loving it. The next time that we chat, maybe episode 9, maybe episode 10, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'll give you an update on my next attempt at Peachtober. Peachtober, take two. The third thing today is that I'm circling back on those floral ovals and the other related floral paintings that I had done. I talked about it last week. And then if you'll remember from episode three, the frames that I was painting with no real goal 
in mind. I've had the idea to join those things together. And so, again, if you go to the Instagram at the side thing podcast, I'm going to show a sketch from or a spread from my sketchbook. And I started painting a flower on one of the frames. I had seen this kind of happening on Pinterest and Instagram where people will literally paint over the glass and the frame and then just do a painting on top of something else. And it looks really cool. And so I did that on one of the oval frames. And then I did that oval frame based on one of the oval illustrations. And then I was thinking, well, I have a lot of these frames. What if I did each frame inspired by one of the ovals in some way? It doesn't have to be super exact or super literal, but then if it's all arranged like a mural or a wall of frames, they'll all be in the same color palette. They'll have this motif working through all of them. And I thought that would be really dope. So now I am labeling the frames. They each have been assigned a letter. And my next step is to take this sketch that I have which has all of the frames laid out in the way that I envision them being on the wall. And I'm going to play with different colors and stuff digitally so I don't have to go to the trouble of painting the frames again and again and again until I get it right. And then once I have my plan set, then I'm just hoping to go through one by one, take it one frame at a time, and then build this wall. That's the idea. So I'm feeling pretty excited that both of those things that I was doing with no real plan, just kind of seeing what came of it, I think blending them into now one more focused project, I think it's going to be cool. So that's my update. But it's not the last update because we have the fourth Thing. And that is that this week I had an unexpected creative burst and I updated my website. I made quite a few improvements to it. Um, it actually stemmed from the first thing I was talking about. So that presentation, I was going to make some icons for it that were specific to the skills and capabilities that I have. And so I was like, oh, well, cool, I'll be able to use them in the presentation, and then I can reuse them on my website. But then when I wasn't going to do the presentation, I was going to take a break from that. I was like, oh, well, I guess I could still make the icons and put them on my website. Like, that would still be beneficial. So that's what I ended up doing. But because this year in my full-time job, I've been doing more website design, it's kind of been on my mind. And so as I've been thinking about my own website and how my portfolio is laid out and everything, you know, the way that I approached it before was based on what we were taught in school and like what my peers were doing and the examples that I had seen at that point. And I feel like now the way that I'm looking at it, or at least the way that I've like sketched it up in like a really rough wireframe in my sketchbook, 
is more based on my experiences after college. So like professionally. And so I wanted to put the icons that I had made on my website, but I figured if I was going to go to the trouble of doing that update, it would probably make sense and be a good idea to update a little more than just that. So I went to Figma, uh, Fig Jam, I guess, technically, and I did wireframes for the landing page on my website, which previously did not exist. I did a wireframe for the about page, which previously just had my picture, a bio, and a contact button, and now it includes a little more. And then I also did a wireframe for the portfolio landing page and the contact page. So within that, I got really excited about the organization of it all. I have a Word doc now that has all of the copy for my website, and it's like, you know, it's broken down into headings and body copy, and there are like alternate headings if I want to update it later at some point. Um, just organizing what CTAs there are, what like my main points are, and then how I can like break down those main points into smaller points for headlines or for callouts or little things in other pages. So I hope that makes sense. I know it's a lot. Um, I showed Dom as I was doing all of this and he was like, wow, that's a lot of planning. And it is. But I think that's just a part of design is planning things and testing things and then changing them and trying them again. But I don't know. I'm big on organization, especially like the last time I put my site together, I wasn't putting that copy anywhere else. So as I'm making updates now, it's like there's no document for me to pull from of like how I've phrased things before or how I've described projects before. So I feel like this time around, if I'm gonna put the time and energy into updating it, I'm gonna put that shit in a Word doc, you know? Moral of the story, if you head on over to my website, you will see those icons that I'm talking about and you can play with the functionality of my website. I've like checked everything multiple times and I think everything links to the correct things, but uh, if you happen to go there and find an error, let me know. <laughs> As a closing thought on this um, update or this project I was working on, um, I was surprised with the progress that I made and the amount of time that it took because I guess like the step, like the planning and the wireframing, the sketchbook work, the Google Doc, the writing, all of that, sometimes it can feel like a waste of time because you're not actually getting into the designing but actually I feel like that's so helpful and then once you actually are putting it together you know exactly what you have and what you still need to create and you have a much clearer idea of the whole picture and the whole piece in general I don't know like don't skip don't skip the planning process don't skip the organization stuff it like really helps 
another thing that I feel like mentioning about this is I tend to be, I tend to find it difficult to put things out if they're not completely done. And what I mean by that is like my headshot, I have red hair. I no longer have red hair though. So I want that to be updated, but in the meantime, it's just going to have to be that. And so when I have the section on the landing page that briefly introduces me and then directs the visitor to the about page, um, you know, I'm just going to reuse that photo for now. Uh, For the agency work section, right now the cover art for that is what I had on my previous version of the website and I know that that's not what I want moving forward but since I don't have the new image to put there and I haven't done that work yet I'm trying to just be comfortable with like my site being a work in progress and I don't know if other people have that same struggle but like the whole point of the website and portfolio site is to put your best foot forward professionally And it can be at least jarring to me personally. Like if I look at my site and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't want that like on there anymore. Or like, oh, I wish that was different. But what's the alternative? Just not having anything up there? I don't want that either. So I don't know. I'm practicing. I'm practicing. (laughs) Letting myself like chip away at big projects and celebrate any progress because a little bit of progress is more progress than if I was just waiting eternally to have it all ready and all perfect because I don't know that that's really realistic or practical in any way. That's my website rant. Thank you for listening. Those are all of the updates on the things that I've been working on. But yesterday, I did put up a story and I asked you guys what you've been working on lately that makes you happy slash proud slash smile. And we have some responses. So here they are. We have a listener who says they've been doing visible mending on a dress they've had since high school. I did not know what visible mending is, so I googled it. And for those of you who also don't know, Um, it's like, say you have ripped jeans and then you want to like patch them up, but they're not going to look like new jeans that that patch is going to be noticeable and it's going to be cute. It's going to be purposefully done. And so that sounds awesome. I would love to see how your dress is coming along and I'd love to see the stitches or the stuff that you're doing to mend it. Um, let me know. Someone else says they've been reading and doing coloring sheets. Love that for you. What kind of coloring sheets have you been coloring? Haven't done that in a long time. Yen says that she's finally drawing again for Peachtober. Yeah, you are. And you're fucking crushing it. Keep it up. Again, please go look at Janie Fox with two Ys and two Xs. Her Peachtober drawings are just great. Another listener says that they've been sewing and embroidering their Halloween costume, and they're going as Sophie Hatter. I'm going to have to go Google that, because to be honest with you, I do not know who Sophie Hatter is. 
Googling now. Oh, cute. Okay. Love that. How close are you to being done with your Halloween costume? That seems like a lot of work. Good luck. Um, Lindsay, photographer friend, she says she's been doing some dreamy shoots that she's super proud of. That's awesome to hear. I love her work. Um, it's by Lindsay Cole. She does like wedding photography, elopement stuff. Um, that's really exciting. Can't wait to see it. And then Lauren, my brother's girlfriend, <laughs> she says that she just finished her second crochet pullover for her friend. I did not know that you could crochet. That is really cool. Honestly, I don't know how anyone crochets. That seems really difficult. Um, major props. Thank you all for responding. I also asked you guys if you were feeling creative this week. 61% of people who saw my story said, yes, can't stop me. And 39% said, lol, no, not really. So to my peeps who said no, no worries. Like, don't stress yourself out about it. But like, also, that's a bummer. And I'm sorry you're feeling that way. And for the people who've been feeling creative AF, nice. Good job. That's great. And that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. You can follow this show on threads and Instagram at the side thing podcast. And my personal accounts are at Taylor Ribbitall. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to be the coolest, please go leave a rating and review on the podcast app, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. From what I've heard and from what people say, that's where it really, like, is helpful. The reviews and the ratings. It, like, boosts you up the charts or whatever. So, I don't know. Do that. Thanks. Um, and also be well. I hope that you have a good week. I hope you don't experience burnout. hope you create something that makes you smile. And, of course, I hope that you'll come back for episode 9. Bye.